Rob bringing you another edition of What's on Joe Mind's Rack Time. It's another quick turnaround at the comic shop as we talk about G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, number 265, written by Larry Hama and pencils by Netho Diaz. It's part four of Artificial Intelligence, and it opens in Revanche headquarters in New Jersey. We see Destro, the Baroness, and some Iron Grenadiers toiling away, repairing damaged Blue Ninja androids under the control of Alpha-001. Alpha-001 summons Destro to accompany Unit Beta-37 on a security sweep of the sewers running underneath the building. Alpha-001 comments to Destro that the mind control implants override the commands from a human's own brain in favor of the commands from the hive mind. This means that Destro is essentially awake, but a passenger in his own body. This becomes important later. The security sweep uncovers Lowlight and Lightfoot doing an initial recon of the building, planting sensors and listening devices to gather intelligence. A firefight between the two teams ensues, which results in the destruction of Beta-37 and Destro getting one of his prosthetic hands shot off. While Destro retrieves his hand, he notices that it can still move despite being detached and wonders if the implant will still override his orders if it was separated. We cut to Trucheal Abysmia, where the October Guard has arrived at a small airfield to get on a plane that will take them to Springfield. The Guard team hasn't lost too much of their edge, and they sniff out a Spetnaz trap. The Guard takes the Spetnaz troop out, and they get on the plane. There are no more clues given about their return from what everybody thought was certain death. It looks like we'll have to wait a little longer for some answers. The next scene is in Granny Obake's East Village Toy Shop, where Scarlet, Jinx, Don Moreno, Granny, Helix, Budo, Milo, and Raymond are throwing a birthday party for Sean Collins. He lifts off his mask to blow out the candles, which does gross some of the partygoers out a little bit. Dawn gives Sean a hug, and we see Scarlet tear up in the background. This is the second time we've seen Scarlet cry when thinking about Snake Eyes lately, and I wonder if his death is just now starting to weigh on her. In a bar in Elizabeth, New Jersey, we see the assembled dreadnoughts downing grape sodas and complaining about the lack of chocolate-covered donuts. Zartan and Crystal Ball walk in and inform the assembled dreadnoughts of Cobra Commander's plan to kidnap who he believes to be Snake Eyes and turn him into an agent of Cobra. Road Pig asks why they should care. Zartan reminds him that ever since the dreadnoughts sided with Snake Eyes, they have been regarded as enemies of Cobra. If the commander had the use of the world's deadliest ninja, he would use that ninja against them. The final scene of the issue takes place in Revanche headquarters. Destro brings what's left of Beta 37 back to Alpha 001. He's told to go back to the assembly line. Once back on the line, Destro detaches his hand and it crawls up the Baroness's arm to the back of her head where it pulls out her implant. The Baroness is now free from the control of the hive mind and she tells Destro to turn around so she can do the same to him. This issue marks the end of Artificial Intelligence. Issue 266 will bring us the start of the 10-part Snake Hunt by Larry Hama and Robert Adkins. The storyline not only promises to see the unfolding of Cobra Commander's plan, but appearances by every living member of G.I. Joe. We should see that sometime in August. Also, don't forget about the launch of Paul Aller's new G.I. Joe series in September. Things are getting exciting on the comic front. If we can't get more products on toy shelves, we're at least getting more on comic shelves. That's all for me this time. When the next issue hit the stands, I'll see you at the comics rack.